MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official Challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, love at first, first listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C., we dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, special bonus episode of the SI Boxing Podcast. We've got Todd Grisham, the blow-by-blow man for DAZN. He is also the vice president of business acquisitions for the new eSports Boxing Club video game. It is the first boxing video game set to debut in about a decade. It's probably been about 10 years since the EA Sports video games were a staple uh, among gamers. Todd talks about the creation of this game, who's going to be in it, what kind of gameplay. There's going to be all that more with Todd Grisham. A little bit later on, Carl Frampton, the 130-pound title challenger. He's got a big fight this weekend against Jamel Herring. I talked to Frampton about that. Also, Get his advice on what he would say to younger fighters about how to conduct the business of your career. Carl's been through some ups and downs in his career business-wise. I get his take on all that. Quick housekeeping note, if you like this podcast, easy way to support it, get over to Apple Podcasts, post a comment, leave a rating. It's simple, it's easy, it's free. It is the best way to make sure we keep doing this podcast week after week. That's it. All right. On to the show. Ever been ringside and got blood on you? Oh, all the time. This is the Sports Illustrated Boxing Podcast. Anthony Joshua is a composed and ferocious finisher. Watch this. Andy Ruiz is the heavyweight champion. Hosted by SI's Chris Mannix. No, it's really embarrassing. That was my moment. Now with interviews, analysis, and everything going on in the world of boxing. When you have talent, you are given another chance. Here's Chris Mannix. All right, so by night, Todd Grisham is the blow-by-blow man for DAZN Boxing. By day, he has another job. He is the VP of Global Acquisitions of the Esports Boxing Club, which is the brand-new boxing video game that will be released later this year. It's created some buzz on the internet already. And to explain exactly what it is and how it works, bring in Todd Grisham. We are here in Texas this week uh, preparing for a fight, but he is going to 
Don't, Daz, don't wait, wait. First of all, Daz don't don't ask me how it works. I'm not going to explain to you how it works. I have no idea how well, video no, games but work. It's, well, all right. So let, let's just start here. How many years has it been since there has been a boxing video game? It's been over a decade. Okay, so I guess my first question is why why did boxing video games fizzle out back then? You probably know the reason, but it's. It's having to deal with these boxing managers and promoters and publicists and the fighters themselves. Because if you sign, like the the, the UFC video game for esports, they walk up to to Dana White. They say, "We want to get a video game for UFC." He goes, "Okay, uh, I need thirty million dollars." They write the check. Boom. They own all the fighters' likenesses. They can do whatever they want. For boxing, you got to go find Chico Gonzalez. Dig him out of wherever his family lives. You got to go find uh, Chocolatito. You got to find 200 of these boxers. You got to reach out to them. You got to find. It's insanely hard and difficult to do. That's why no one wants to deal with it because it's such a process. But the boxing video games of yesteryear, and I remember playing EA Fight Night like so many others, they were successful enough to make this venture worth going through all that hassle. Say in in question again. They they the, thought it was then apparently. But yes. if you notice some of those games, they would have thirty fighters, thirty five fighters. We're going to have probably two hundred. Mm. I mean, this game is. I got brought on at the beginning of January to kind of help them bring on some fighters and figure out who actually represents who. And just in the last two months, we've probably signed eighty contracts. How many fighters would you like to have by the time this launches? We're kind of at that number right now, believe it or not. Mm-hmm. We're just going to, from now on, we're pretty much just adding elite-level talent that mm-hmm. we haven't signed or, or really popular guys. So what's the ballpark number? What, how many fighters are likely to be involved in this? In there's two, there's, two kind of, there's two kind of ways to be in the game. Okay. You stick the game in, you hit play, boom. You got probably, I don't know what we're going to have. I'm making up a number right now. 75 boxers available. Now, if I want to fight with uh, Michael Nunn, he's not going to be in the game. But... I can find him as one of the downloadable characters. Boom, he can go in the game. I want uh, um, Sergio Mora. I don't know why you would, but he's available. You just got to pay $5.99 and download him. So Okay, so just explain explain that. So the ways to play this game, one is going to be through traditional PS4, PS5 system? Correct. PS4, PS5, Nintendo, Xbox, absolutely, PC. Sega Genesis. You know, Sega Genesis. We're not going to be on Sega Genesis. No, that's unfortunate. And so you pop the thing in, and can you download characters via that? Yes. Okay. That's all you have to do. For instance, if FIFA, if you have uh, Argentina, and you're like, man, I want to play with Diego Maradona. He's available as a purchase, a downloadable character. Mm -hmm. So all in all, there'll probably be around 200, 220 fighters available to purchase or play with. So what do we know about what this game is going to look like? It's going to look a lot like. You know, EA Fight Night in terms of gameplay. Well, I mean, just be, think of anything ten years ago. When's the last? What was the cell phone ten years ago? Maybe flip iPhone. Phone. Flip phone. Still ten flip, years ago. Wasn't that a flip phone ten years ago? I don't know. Maybe okay. I had a flip phone. Well, think of that, and oh think of that. BlackBerry been, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's ten years, a decade ago, yeah. right? Even if I didn't tell you anything about this game, I said that this is the first boxing game they've done. It has it has been ten years. How much better is it going to be? I mean, it's ridiculous. You can look at just some of the photos online, like of Arturo Gotti. And the world's strongest man is in the game because he's a boxer now. I mean, just the 
the graphics are sick. I mean, it looks legitimate. I mean, if you put one of these pictures up on a billboard and you drove by, you'd think, oh, that's a photo of the guy. That's mm -hmm. how good it's gotten. The gameplay's much better. Used to, unboxing games, you throw a punch, you come backwards. Well, this game, instead of coming straight back, you can rotate back. You can slip to the side. You can, you can put one hand up and block your left side. I mean, it's just there's so many options. To be good at this game, like, you have got to play it all the time. This isn't one of those smash, smash, A, 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 like you used to do. A, 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 jab, 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 jab. That doesn't work anymore. That's how I used to play Contra, actually. Just, you know, tap that yeah. button. Did you know the code where you could never I die? Of course, yeah. You could die. He said 30 lives. <laughs> just, yeah. He just keep being reborn. Yeah, like, like Sergio's career. Oh, up. First of all, I could say that code right now. Up, down, up, down. Up, up, down, down. Left, right, left, right. BA, select, start. Bam. That's your Contra code right there. You need a code like that. You were very popular with women as a, no as a teenager. Luck. No, no. Zero luck. Um, what kind of response have you received? Like, whether it's social media or from fighters or from wherever like what kind of reception well you know we, we had this show last week that we we, we put it out on youtube and it, we purposely kept the game sort of a, a secret i mean they released some videos here some videos there but we wanted to make a splash and let people know the fighters we had because you know that's the first thing guys are going to ask oh cool graphics and everything what fighters do you have mm -hmm. and if all you can say is uh you know rando guy give me a name Sergio Mora. Well, yeah, we could bury him too. Who's someone else? Who's someone else we can get in on this show that you've wanted? You wanted to really take a couple cracks at. Uh, who do I want to whack around a little bit? Now, which fighter hates you more than anybody? Oh, I mean, that's a long list. Triple G, a fan of yours? No, right Triple now? G. We're we're in a good place. Who um, else? Bernard Hopkins. Well, let's use Bernard Hopkins for example. But Bernard and I are fine. Yeah. You, okay. Is Bernard in your game? As of this moment, we have, I think, a verbal agreement. Okay. Here's the thing. When you have when you're dealing with 200 contracts, we have right now out probably 70 contracts that haven't been returned to us. Mm -hmm. Just because Devin Haney, Devin Haney's not a fan of me these days. De Devin Haney's down on Devin Haney. We're, we're working on Devin Haney. Okay, that's yeah. Can that's you fine. can you use names we've got at the damn? How about <laughs> you asked about fighters Oscar, that were Oscar Valdez? Does Oscar he hate Valdez? You? He, I mean, I'm sure. Here, he, let me pull out. Let me pull out some names. Sure, Roy, Oscar Valdez. Roy Jones Jr. A fan of yours? Uh, Roy and I have had a back and forth. Andre Ward and I have had some back and forths. Um, I mean, you go down the list. If you're writing and being critical, sometimes of guys, they tend to want to slap you. Josh around. Taylor, Regis Prograde, Regis Prograde probably hates you. No, he? Regis Prograde and I are fine. Chris Algieri, he doesn't hate anybody. No, Polly Malinaji, Polly, no, Polly and I are good. Really? Yeah. Daniel Jacobs. Uh, no, I was we were all critical of his last fight, but that's you, know, you know. Jorge Linares. <laughs> does guess, Jorge does guess, Jorge Linares beat Devin Haney? Yes or no? Ooh, good fight. I don't know. It's happening. I know. But yes, I'm aware it's happening. <laughs> <laughs> did you break it, Chris? Having, having covered the sport. Yes. I'm, actually, I think hey, by I, the way, did, Sergio, I did break it, actually. Sergio said you got really mad. I won't bring up the incident that someone broke a story before you did. I won't say any names. Because it wasn't accurate that the story was broken before I did. I but you it. told me you're not really the breaking news guy anymore. You're more of the... No, it's more like I'm not as... The, the lines are blurry when you work for a network and are breaking news when you have information that you're privy to because of your relationship with the network. So I, had to, I try to steer clear of that for the most part when it comes to DAZN-related fights uh, because it's a little So what, what rumor have you heard about the next DAZN fight that we can break right now? Uh, what, we, what next DAZN fight? Uh, Canelo Anthony Joshua. Yeah. All right. All right. So what else about this game? Can you create yourself in the game yes the character okay. creator is going to be amazing okay so and if any fighter you want that you 
there's a fighter that's not in the game that you want, you just make you do your best to make him look like well, that. Well, no, guy. I mean, like what what I plan to do whenever the game comes out is to buy the game and create myself. I'll be like six foot three, uh, between light heavyweight and cruiserweight, somewhere in that range. Uh, decent power. What will your yeah? What will your body look like? Uh, not it fluctuates. Probably fluctuates based on lunch and dinner. More towards more towards butterbean or no, more no, towards no, no, we're not butter bean territory. No, 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 I'm butterbean territory. But what I hey, plan- butterbean in the game. What love I, butterbean. I love butterbean. I've seen what was my favorite butterbean video is one from Jackass when he beats the guy across oh, the store. Remember, he yes. gives him the one punch. He's like, yes, get a good one in. Drops him right there. <laughs> it just kills him. But what I plan to do and what pe- I'm sure people want to do is, you know, fight against their favorite fighters. Now, my plan will be to set it to two-player mode and I will be on one side of the ring and Sergio Mora will be on the other side of the ring and I will just walk across the ring He's in two-player mode, nobody else playing that game, and just punch him repeatedly, like over and over and over again, just punch him until I knock him out. I could do it in one-player mode because we know Sergio has no power and couldn't right. knock me out under any circumstances, but people can do that, right? They can create themselves and put them test themselves against the Sergio Mores or somebody a lot better of the world. Well, Sergio, I, he keeps begging me to be one of the announcers in the game because I'm actually the announcer. Mm-hmm. He, Please, talk, get me in, get me in. And I said, here's here's the only way I'll get you in, Sergio, is if I convince the the gameplay guys over in Sheffield, if I, I convince Ash Habib, the owner of the company, to let it almost be like WWE, where if you want, you can go beat up the announcer. I mean, can you imagine all these fighters? Oh, my God, the fight stopped for a second. Yeah. Oh, I got Triple G's beating the shit out of Sergio Doesn't Mora. that get a little too wrestling-y, though? I mean, do you want to maintain no. an aura of... I just would only do that if Sergio Mora That's became true, the... Yeah. Yeah. No, but that... Hey, speaking of that, we haven't signed any of these YouTubers that mm-hmm. want to be in this game. I get contacted every day by, hey, I have a six million Instagram. I want to be a fighter in the game. They have been very diligent about making sure this is a boxing video game for boxing fans, at least to start out with. What... What kind of rating though do you give these YouTubers? Like, if you're going to do real actual ratings, yeah, that's like, exactly. You to give. I mean, Jake Paul's had a nice little run here, beating up the Nate Robinsons of the world. But you know, I mean, not you, the, you should hear some of these 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 fighters. I, I, I won't say his name because you know it could change his mind. One of the greatest heavyweights of all time who's still alive said, "Sure, I'll be in the game." We came to an agreement. However, I want one thing added in the contract: I cannot lose. My character cannot lose a fight. I mean, that feels like the premise to Mike Tyson punch out from back. Exactly. In the day. Yes. Which and we said, uh, no, nah, probably can't do that. Sorry, they left. We get kind of. You wouldn't believe all the stuff guys say they won't be in the game for unless we change. Give me another example. Um, I want to make. I want to have more power than this guy does. And we go. Well, this guy has won sixteen fights in a row by first round knockout. I won't say his name. Oh well, I'm stronger than him. If he's if he's stronger than me, then I don't want to. I be think everybody game. knows the name of the guy that's won 16 yeah. fights in a row with first round. Yeah, Edgar yeah, Blank. Yes. So he's got pretty. You're gonna have to give him pretty good power, aren't you? Yes. Now, as far as defense, all that stuff, you you don't know what to put because he hasn't been past one round. But power, he's gonna have plenty of it. Well, how you know is it, are the ratings able to be changed? Like Edgar Blank, as you mentioned, 16 and 0, 16 knockouts, but has fought nobody. So. You know, that power number could dip if he starts fighting real fights. Well, his experience will be very low. His, Correct. His, all the other tangibles will be probably low. But like, is but you got to give him something. He can't all suck. But as I, I guess, no, I guess the question is, like, if you download Edgar Berlanga on day X and like a year later, he's lost two fights or whatever, like how? 100%. It's just like in uh, NFL, if 
Ben Roethlisberger you plays a, the ratings. You, you plays you a terrible they, plays a terrible game. You, you notice the same thing. I mean, right now, if Anthony Joshua comes back and loses his next six fights, he's not going to be the best player on the game. We yeah. haven't signed Anthony Joshua. I'm just throwing out there as a. Uh, you, you think I'd use references that guys in the game, right? Mm-hmm. You think I could, I could you, actually use the fighters that are in the game, for do example? You have, but do there's you have, so many fighters. We've got so many. Do you have Peter Manfredo yet? Is that is that the guy that's, you want? No, that's the guy Sergio fought in the contender. How about, how about Vinny Pazienza? You want to beat I'll somebody go, up with Vinny Pazienza? Vinny be a judge after what Chocolatito. I saw. Chocolatito. And here's a, if you, you were talking about building a character. If you build a character, you start him out on career mode. He's zero and zero. Right. The Chris Mannix. Right. Well, Chris Mannix wins a couple of fights. He signs with a trainer. What trainer do you want? Freddie I want Roach. to. You want, what about Bomac? You Bo like Bomac? Yes, Bomac. Love Bomac. Bomac. Okay, you can be with Bomac. Then you sign with a management company. You know, do you, do you want Keith Conley to run your career? Okay. Well, yeah, I'd, I'd get rich and you know not yeah. have tough fights. So that <laughs> and be a good looking guy. Yeah. And. You win 10 fights, you can get this certain brand of gloves. You win 10 more fights, then you're starting fighting real contenders, and it's a, the career mode is going to be amazing. Mm-hmm. But then at some point, you know, someone's going to crush you. Which fighter would that be in your career? Wouldn't be Sergio Mora, because I intend to, however I can find a way to get in the ring with Sergio Mora digitally, I'm going to find a way to do it. You versus Edgar Berlanga. Oh, I'd lose spectacularly. What if you get out of the first round? Uh, I'd probably walk out of the ring. Just okay. say, I, it's like, that'd be like WWE. Like you made it through one round, like, I'm, I'm done. I'm leaving the ring. So this, you're, you're targeting when to have this release. There will be an early release where the game is uh, exclusively on PC, and that's going to probably be early summer. Mm-hmm. And then the game launch will be later in 2021. Mm-hmm. And people can download it on PC, then that's the yes. case? Okay. Starts to, it's, it's early release. It's about 80% done. So they work out all the kinks. They see what things aren't working. It's, you know, there's not a lot of people that play games on PC. So mm-hmm. you're just, it's kind of like a test mode. How do you even play games on PC? How, do you have a remote control like for that? TXY? I don't know. Is there like space a bar, space bar, space bar. Space bar. <laughs> you just said don't tap the button over and over again. I'm going to be tapping the button. Uh, all right. So summer early release then on the platforms, hopefully by the end of the year. Yeah. And then we're, we're still signing big-name boxers. Uh, mm-hmm. Some I can't say right now, but there's – in the top five pound for pound, we've got at least two guys pretty much – one's definitely locked in. Mm-hmm. Now, and, I've seen but, you go out there, you know, on the phone, talking to people, trying to get guys signed. Uh, how challenging has it been to get these guys on board? I've, I've not – I now know why fights – are so difficult and so hard to make happen. It's incredible because there'll be someone who will tell you right to your face, 100% sign in it tomorrow morning. I'll email it to you, blah, blah, blah. Great, awesome. We're so thankful to be in the video. Blah, blah. You don't hear from the next day. They don't take your calls. Hmm. A week later, oh, well, that's because this manager told me this guy got this and this uh, lawyer told me that his guy sent And it just goes on and on and on. And finally, what you have to do is almost like a – if you don't send me this by midnight tonight, we are withdrawing the offer, and we will not make you another offer until next year. Mm-hmm. I've done that with a couple of people whose names I won't say, and at eleven fifty nine, you'll get the contract back. Is the plan for a game like this, like you know, most people are used to sports games being like Madden two thousand ten, Madden two thousand eleven, NBA two K, NBA two K twenty one. Is the plan to release new versions? Like, are they in this for the long term? This company, this this game, when we sign fighters to contracts. It's basically saying we'll probably have a next another one in four years. Mm-hmm. This one's for four years. Um, the good thing about the, the last boxing game sold 2.5 million copies over a decade ago. Mm-hmm. 
There hasn't been one since. Is that, I mean, that there's, seems like a good number. Is it, that a good number? That's a great number. Okay. Fantastic number. And there's quadrupled the, the gamers around. So when this 2. project. 2.5 million copies. That just makes me wonder why EA gave up on it so quickly. I just told you why. I mean, it's hard, right? But if I mean, Floyd Mayweather says, I'm not going to be in your game unless you give me $10 a unit. You go, okay, I'm giving him $10. And also Canelo Alvarez says, I'm not going to be in your game unless you give me $10 a unit. Next thing you know, on 2.5, yeah. that's twenty. That's $50 million you spent. Yeah. And then Lomachenko wants, eventually you're like, no, forget it. And then who's going to buy the boxing video game if you don't have any good boxers in it? So explain then how fighters get signed now. Like, is, the, is it a all, different formula? All royalty-based. Royalties, okay. All royalty-based. You go to Terrence Crawford or whomever, and you say, we'll give you five cents a unit. Mm -hmm. Every time you – and you think, five cents? That's not a lot. Well, if you sell five million copies, right. that's a half million dollars. Right. Some guys are – now, DLC guys, you sign on a percentage deal. Hey, the number of times you are downloading what is, what, Explain game, what DLC is. Uh, Alexander Usyk. I'm not sure if he's going to come with the game or be a DLC. I think he's a DLC. Downloadable you're, characters. Download, yeah, okay. You're fighting the heavyweight division. You've got 40 heavyweights to choose from, but you want Butterbean mm -hmm. or you want Usyk, who's not part of the game. And you go, okay, five bucks. Boom. You buy him. Every time you buy Usyk, he gets a percentage of that, mm -hmm. a good percentage. So if he gets downloaded two, 300,000 times, which I imagine he will, mm -hmm. he's going to make a lot of money. Have you found guys are excited about this once they sign on? I mean, how, what's their interest after they agree to the deal? Some of the some of the some of the legends that we've signed mm -hmm. who are as you know a lot of them are down on their luck. I've mm -hmm. had them heard them crying on the phone thanking me. Bless your family, bless God sent you into my life to change my life. Mm -hmm. Man, it gets emotional sometimes. I mean, you would it hits you and no, you're I like mean, there there are a lot of fighters that have not done well with their money and I'm sure they see this as an opportunity. Yeah, a Central American star who who's who's no longer with us, mm. their family was, I thought they were showing up on my front door with like barbecue and a, a, a band, the whole thing. Because literally, <laughs> they, 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 barbecue they will get, ten, they'll get tens of thousands of dollars, if not six figures, if not even more. And they just, you know, they haven't gotten any money in that family in years. Right. And right. It, it feels amazing. Yeah, that should be cool. And then there's other fighters who are like, get the F out of my face. I don't need you. Are you I'm anticipating you. like once it's released, to have more fighters come in and say, all right, well, uh, maybe there's this fighters that don't think this is a real thing. Maybe they think it's... I'm thinking after the show that we just aired, mm -hmm. I mean, I'm, my, my email gets... I went from getting 30 emails a day to like now I'm like 300 a day. Mm -hmm. And of course, every fighter in the world wants to tell me why they should be in the game. But it costs a lot of money to scan these guys. I mean, the, these are 8K cameras. It's 140 How does cameras. that work? How does a fighter get in the game digitally? Josh Taylor, for instance. Mm -hmm. Goes there's two, two there's an American uh, center in Los Angeles and there's one right now in Sheffield United Kingdom. Mm -hmm. They show up, they go in, they do shadow boxing. The cameras scan them. It's a whole detailed thing. It takes about once it's done two weeks to probably get the character tip top. Mm -hmm. I mean, look, go to our website or any of our social media and look like the tattoos, mm -hmm. like Gabe Rosado. Wait till you see his what his character's going to look like or uh um. Ricky Hatton, his tattoos, you zoom in on one and you're like, oh, this is a photograph mm -hmm. of his back. Mm -hmm. Insane. So will they, I mean, again, this is maybe more. And back to, and back to will we have every major boxer? Yeah. I think we'll have, not, by the time the game launches, I think we'll have 95% of the the guys that you'd want in the game. I'm you know, one thing one thing we like about wrestling games, not to compare the two, but there's a similarity in that. You each, like wrestling games? I do like wrestling games, but each each wrestler obviously has a signature kind of finishing move. In boxing, it's not the same thing, but 
each box. Are you a closet Todd Grisham wrestling fan? You never no. really, you never asked me one single wrestling question, and now you're telling me how much you love wrestling. I mean, like I liked wrestling in the '90s. Who didn't? I mean, I but like once the 2000s hit, I'm like, eh, you know. You're like this story. We're in uh, Toronto, Ontario, Canada. We mm-hmm. finished. Uh, John Cena had just wrestled Edge, and all it was a pay per view. I think it was tables, ladders, and chairs match. There you go. One of the best matches I've ever seen live. We had some three brothers that owned like six uh, clubs across Toronto. I mean, a lot of things are happening in the, the back rooms of those places. A lot of fun mm-hmm. if you partook in that. So we're at, it's usually all the younger guys that go out. All the you know the old wrestlers have been going out for forty years. It, it's just another night for them. So we're there. It's all the young wrestlers. I'm there. My buddy Jonathan Coachman's there. We're having a great time. The DJ's pinning it. They would just have girls waiting there for the wrestlers. Like it was like a fan party. It was amazing. So <laughs> the music's going great. I'm like, this is so good. And uh, all of a sudden, the music stops, and we like turn to look who the DJ is. It's Hacksaw Jim Duggan. <laughs> <laughs> and he gets his a oh, you gotta love and the hacksaw. place went crazy just imagine big old hacksaw running the show but that's when I liked wrestling when you know it was hacksaw Jim Duggan and Hogan and Ric Flair and Ultimate Warrior Ultimate Warrior those days I just, my uh, guy was Macho Man Randy Sad. yeah I was a big Macho Man guy oh yeah and the yeah. lovely Elizabeth and Hulk Hogan flying coming elbow together drop. is the mega powers <laughs> he got that he got the voice down pretty good snap into a slim Jim but the idea, though, is that these guys all have finishing moves. Like, you know, you mentioned that guys are scanned. Like, will Ryan, Gar- like, using Ryan Garcia as a hypothetical, like the Ryan Garcia left hook. Like, are, is, it, is it get that nitty gritty where. Oh, it's, I, it, you know, I can try to explain it over radio or whatever. Mm-hmm. This is audio, but it doesn't do it justice. Just go look at the clips online. Ra- radio, what are you, 100 years old? <laughs> uh, hey, I used to. I used to work at I want that's what I when I got into to the business I wanted to be a radio DJ like legit like Wolfman Jack I was I even changed my last name I was Todd Andrews because I thought too many people would know get my last name and show up at my house so I was Todd <laughs> Andrews on Carrollton's Kiss 102.7 where we always give you a perfect mix of music from the 80s 90s and today no hard rock no rap just more variety coming up we've got some Britney Spears Celine Dion and boys to men plus we're taking your requests it's the 837-5477 that's 834-KISS also your East Alabama West Georgia weather forecast coming up next on WCKS Carrollton's Kiss 102.7 you remember when people called in requesting songs like that was the thing for so long oh Brian would record them yeah hey it's it's me beverly and uh, i'm having a rough time with ricky and i'd like you to please play uh <laughs> please play i will always love you by whitney houston because i always will ricky all right thanks uh let's play that one for you oh uh, nowadays not so much not so much no, no, nowadays, it's, nowadays. It's, it's diss tracks could you i hate this bitch <laughs> i want you to <laughs> i want you to play suck my butt you got it right here on, yeah, right here on wxks let's go all right the game is esports boxing club you can expect a pc version at some point uh in over the summertime and a full release before the end of the year it's been a decade since we've had a good boxing video game. I remember this God, will be I, this will be the greatest fight game ever created. That's how far I'm willing setting to the go. bar pretty high there, guy. I, I'm just you, you know as well as I do. Anything you post on Twitter, if you read a hundred comments, how many of them are negative? Huh. 99. 99. Yeah. So if you think about video gamers, if you post a clip of a video game on YouTube and go, "What do you think?" Yeah. What are the comments going to say? Usually bad. Go look at the comments under our clips. Okay. Okay. 
I mean, look, I am eager to to try it. I remember, I remember back the last EA Sports game I played. I remember setting up a uh, computer version of Klitschko versus Klitschko, and then like live tweeting it. And there were like people interested in the live tweeting. Did, did it results. have his mom in the in the in the background going, "No, I said not to fight each other." <laughs> this is that a Ukrainian accent there? <laughs> it's unclear if that was uh, accurate. Who Here's wins? Some, who wins that fight? Uh, Vitaly. Tough. Big, I agree. Uh, better chin. And the bro- I think the brother would kind of... Might pull his punches a little yeah. bit to a degree. Uh, but Vitaly, tougher, better chin. In their primes, I think Vitaly. Bigger puncher was Vladimir, one of the biggest punchers in heavyweight history, I think. I mean, he had a big right hand. But Vitaly could take it, then he'd wear him down towards the end. That's just how I, I see it. I used to think... How, I used to, this is how weird my mind is. I was like, how could you force these guys to fight? Like, how could you make them fight and have them do 100% effort? Can't. Yes, there's can't. one way. As much as, you, as much as you'd want to, like, I've fought my brother, but I've never, like, you know, given 100. Like, you just don't want to really hurt your brother in the ring. That's why Rafael Marquez and Juan Manuel Marquez, that never happened. I can't imagine the Charlos, even as crazy as they can sound sometimes, like them ever getting in the ring. So, no, that, that would never actually happen. My, my, my childhood friends were Walt and Danny. They were twin brothers. The yeah. best fights I ever saw was Walt versus Danny. Yeah, well, maybe some brothers have that kind of animosity <laughs> towards each other. And here's how I figured out you could have made him fight. Mm. You kidnapped the mom. Okay, you kidnap the mom, and you say, I am whoever I am. I'm watching. I'm going to watch this fight, and if I think either one of you are going at less than 100%, the mother is killed. Wasn't it, that like the theme of Batman versus Superman? Like, was it? it? I think like, you know, one of the mothers was kidnapped. and <laughs> That would work, right? I guess. And you say, and if, it's, if you give both like 100%, no matter what happens, I'll release her. And I'll give you both well, let's, let's ten hope, million dollars. Let's hope that doesn't actually happen. I'm in still real considering life. Let's, it. Let's hope that. Uh, <laughs> let's hope we don't have that scenario. You want Jamal versus Jamal? Yeah, I, I I'll don't, make it happen. I, I Todd Grisham, Vice President of think. ESBC. Can you get Sergio's backyard barbecue brawls? Oh, those as are pretty like good. A special set, a special setting. Like you know, it's like again, it's like wrestling. Do, oh, let's do it in Sergio's backyard. To have Mora versus whomever in the backyard. Yeah, why not? I'd like to see that. Whatever you want, we'll put it in there. <laughs> Make Trust it happen. Me. Send a wish list. <laughs> Esports Boxing Club. Check it out later this year. Uh, first boxing video game in a decade. Todd Grisham swears it'll be the best boxing video game. No, 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 no. Best combat. Fight. 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 Combat. It'll be better than anything you've ever seen. All right. Well. Grisham guarantee. We will we will reconvene this time next year and see and, if you've and, lived and up. And stay tuned to the social media page. We've got a new show coming out soon where we announce a new influx of more fighters we've signed and there are some elite level what names. are the social media pages uh esbc game you can always check mine i'm uh, on instagram todd grisham yeah, YouTube you, post page. Like, you post like weird shit on instagram what like, you're just like it's oh, a lot of, a lot of, oh or my tw- children it's, that bothersome it's to it's you chris of, it's called a father loving his daughters <laughs> it's called love do you have any of it in your life it's unnecessary it's, it's <laughs> totally unnecessary todd i gotta tell you <laughs> let's keep it civil all right let's keep it civil these pages uh, ES, say it again. Say the uh, uh, social media handles again. ESBC game. And also anywhere on YouTube, go just type in ESBC and you'll find us. And uh, we got new, new cool stuff coming out every day. All right. Check out the video on YouTube. Check it out on social. And uh, if you like it, buy it before the end of the year. Todd, looking forward to it, man. Thanks, brother. When we come back, my conversation with Carl Frantz. All right, joining me now is Carl Frampton, 130-pound title challenger. He will face Jamel Herring on April 3rd in Dubai. That fight can be seen in the U.S. on ESPN+. Carl, before I get into your fight, I was 
reading something you said recently about you know just how much money fighters have taken out of their purses when it comes to trainers and managers that like the number you see on paper whether it's on twitter or wherever it doesn't always reflect what the fighters get i mean i you know you guys have to sacrifice a lot you know out of these paychecks don't you yeah but i think that if you've got a team behind you who are deserving of that then that's then that's okay they deserve it i think that i think that what happens in the split is you know a lot of times you get managers taking too much money for not doing a lot of work trainers not taking enough money as well sometimes or sometimes vice versa but i think that um if if your manager and your trainer are deserving of it then they should be paid that what would you what advice would you give to a young fighter just getting into the game about how to handle his business you've been in the game for a long time now you've obviously learned a lot of things what advice would you give a young fighter well the main piece of advice i would give a young fighter would be to always have a lawyer look at every single contract that you get given um and don't just trust anybody in this game always have always have someone look at contracts a lawyer someone who knows what they're looking at um preferably a, a lawyer rather than someone in your own family um who thinks they know what they're doing but i'd say yeah always always have a good, good legal team with you and that's from the very very start sounds like you speak maybe from experience that you have like an uncle look over your contracts back in the day no i didn't i didn't i just um didn't really have anyone look over my contracts i uh <laughs> i just you know done things on trust and um that's just the way it was would you, as, you a young do kid, as a young kid so you know i would i obviously the advice i would give now is, is completely different uh, and i think learning from things in the past if i would do advice a young kid coming through i would always say to have a good legal team behind you so your fight with Jamel Herring, it feels like you and I have talked about you know this fight a couple of times already. There's been so many stops and starts to this fight ultimately happening. Was there any point, Carl, that you wondered if this fight would happen? No, I, I was asked this question today, and no, I was always confident that that the fight would happen because um, I have full confidence in my team at MTK and obviously um, top rank as well. Um, me and Jamel both being top ranked fighters. I think there was a bit of a power move as well by MTK Sen and Jamel Herring. Um, and it just filled me with more confidence that the fight actually was going to take place. So um, although it's been a long time coming, I was I don't think I was ever worried that the fight wasn't going to happen. I was always confident that, that we'd get there eventually. You know, you last fought back in August uh, against Darren Trainer. You picked up a knockout in that fight. Uh, how, how do you feel physically going into this fight with the time off that you've had? I feel unbelievable, I, and I feel like the time off has probably suited me more so than than, than Jamel. So, you know, there's been a lot of delays in this fight. He's been close to the weight, and he's been holding the weight for a long time. And you know, I know that he says he makes the weight easy, but it's just physically, it's not possible for the sheer size of him to make the weight easy. Um, so, I think that the delays have probably helped me and. Um, I'm just feeling good. I'm feeling exactly where I need to be. I've finished off camp pretty much now. I've got one hard session coming up tomorrow. Um, but I'm like jumping at the pit just to get going now. And um, that's the way you want to be feeling going into a fight week. 
Any issues for you in this camp? And I, I asked because I failed to ask Virgil Ortiz the same question two weeks ago. It turned out he had COVID like a month before. So, you know, these camps nowadays, they can be crazy. No, I'm okay. I'm, uh, I've been out here getting used to my surroundings in Dubai, um, used to the heat. Um, I had a little bit of a twinge in my hand about maybe six weeks ago, something like that, but it was nothing serious. A little bit of rest sorted that out. And I finished off sparring. Um, my weight's good. That's all. No, the camps went as well as it, as it can, can have went. How do you feel about this fight taking place in Dubai? Um, I like the idea of fighting out here in Dubai. I thought that, well, I know that it's a better location than it would have been in uh, the BT studio, for example, in London with a completely dead, empty crowd. I think there's some VIP guests allowed to attend this fight. So there will be a small, tiny bit of atmosphere, which is better than nothing. But the fact that I'm doing it here and, and, and a place like this, and we've been treated like kings out here, like we've been really looked after. Um, I much prefer this than the original plan of London. How tough has it been to participate in a fight and also watch the fights that take place in the UK? I mean, I give UK fighters a ton of credit. There have been some really good fights overseas uh, between top-level guys, but it's just also been weird, despite the best efforts of Frank Warren and Eddie Hearn to create an atmosphere. It's It's been tough to see, you know, high-level fights fought in front of nobody. Yeah, it's look, it, it's been hard. And, and I think that although my last fight wasn't a high-level fight, the, the level of opposition wasn't brilliant, I'm glad I've experienced what it's like fighting in a, well, no crowd, really. So... I know what that's like now. I've soaked that up. I understand what it's going to be like. So it's not going to be a new feeling to me here. Um, there will be a few people in Dubai, a few VIP guests. I'm hoping they make a little bit of noise uh, so it's not <laughs> completely dead. But to be honest, it was hard fighting in a completely dead arena. It just, it just, wasn't, it just wasn't nice and something that I wasn't used to. You Carl Frampton fans maybe sneaking in to the uh, to the crowd on uh, April third. Um, Jamel Herring, a talented guy, tall fighter, it had had a lot of success. Uh, what's the key to beating a guy like that? Um, well, I, th I think there's different ways that this guy can be beat. We've we've seen and we've seen him lose to Shafakov, who really just got on him from start to finish. And that's not the type of fighter I am, though. So me, me and him have completely different styles, but. People look at my dimensions and they think that I'm just going to have to, you know, put my head in Jamel Herring's chest to win this fight. But, you know, that, that, that'll that happen at some point in the fight. I think there'll be points of the fight where I can frustrate Jamel Herring and outbox him and outjob him as well, which may sound surprising to some people. But I feel like when I get my feet going, when, I, when my distance control is where it should be and when my hands are, are firing as fast as I know they can, then... Um, I can outjob this guy as well. And I always feel like, I always think from the other guy's perspective, like how frustrating would it be to 5 through 10 Jamel Herring to be getting hit by jobs of 5 through 5 Carl Frampton? And uh, it's got to be very, very frustrating. You know, you're in a position where, you know, you could fight for multiple titles this year even, and certainly over the next 18 months. Of course, not looking past anything, but... Is it your goal and as you enter kind of the final stages of your pro boxing career? Is, is it to unify at 130? Do you want to accomplish something at even higher weight? What are the goals for you in uh, the last few years of your career? 
Well, I th- this is the my limit in in terms of going up the weights. I, I you know, super featherweight is very very comfortable for me to weight to make. I, I I'm too small for a lightweight. Some may say I'm too small for a super featherweight. I don't believe I am. Um, but to have the chance to potentially unify a second division, which is a, a realistic option after I beat Jamel Herring. Um yeah, that that sounds nice. You know, uh, the, the unify my second division would be amazing. But look, it's one fight at a time. Jamel Herring's the only guy I'm thinking about right now. Um, it's a difficult fight, but I believe I believe I'm gonna win it. What's the difference between you at 126 and you at 130? I mean, whether it's how you feel physically or how you think you're going to perform. I think, I think physically and mentally, I'm, I'm in a better place. I, I'm eating a lot. I'm hanging around. I kind of, for, for the last sort of week or so, I've been hanging around about eight pounds over the weight, which for me is very, very good. I, I haven't been trying to lose any more weight. I've been eating well. And in fight week, obviously, we need to bring the weight down a little bit. But I just, just physically and mentally, I'm in the, I'm right where I need to be. I, I'm happy about how camps went. I'm happy about my preparation. I'm happy about the team I have behind me, um, and and physically, I'm in the, the best year possible. I, you know, I'm, I'm, I've done two PBs in the in the weight room. I've done a PB in a on a deadlift and a PB on a uh, floor press. So physically, I'm I'm where I need to be. I'm strong. Um, mentally, I'm definitely where I need to be as well. You talked about your team. What is it about this team that you feel is most effective for you at this stage of your career? Um, I, I love these people. They're, they're, they're friends of mine, and, and we, we've been friends now for a number of years, and we'll be lifelong friends um, long after boxing is over, and they've got my best interests at heart. Um, and I've, you know, I've done well with my team to this point, and I've been involved in some big fights. Windsor Park, for example, I beat Nanito Denner. I had the loss to Josh Warrington, which was very disappointing. But I want to win a big fight and a proper world title with my new team, um, with MTK and with Jamie and Travis Nagelson. And um, I, I think I'm going to do it. A big opportunity, April 3rd. Fight everybody here, I'm sure, is uh, looking forward to. Carl, good luck against Jamel Herring. Looking forward to watching the fight, man. Thanks for your time. Thanks, man. Thank you. All right, that's it for this week's episode. My thanks to my guests. As always, subscribe to the podcast over at Apple Podcasts. Rate, review, you know I appreciate it, and I'll see you next week. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here and this season takes it to a whole new level old school legends modern power players and ex-lovers are all competing in cape town south africa for the prize of three hundred thousand dollars and we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast listen to mtv's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts i'm diosa and i'm mala we are the creators of locatora radio a radiophonic novella which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast welcome to locatora radio season nine love, love at, at first, first listen. listen this season we're falling in love with podcasting all over again with new segments correspondence and a new sound listen to locatora radio as part of the michael dura podcast network available on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts 
I'm Saleha Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take D.C. on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.